it's Matt Lockwood and you're listening to the Orient Outlook podcast. Matty Lockwood. Oi, oi, it's the Orient Outlook podcast as described by Matt Lockwood, episode Great 7. Great intro, yeah. Thanks, Matt. Uh, with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and my good friend, Southstand colleague, bearded wonder, <laughs> Mr Paul Levy. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, great to be back. Thanks uh, for joining us uh, on the episode 7 of our of our podcast. I uh, just wanted to start by thanking everybody for listening. Viewer listening numbers are in, extremely encouraging. Thank you very much. Also, uh, thanks to everybody who's recently been following us. We did a tweet um, recently about reaching out and getting more uh, more out to the uh, to the Orient community, and, and you all responded very, very kindly. Um, and we're now um, over the 600 mark, I think we're at 606. 606, which is fantastic. So if you follow us on Twitter, brilliant. There amazing. are more of you out there, so please tell your friends. Let's get this. Um, I think we, you know, we, we're very keen to make sure that we're only followed really by Orient fans. So yeah, I, and it's I just think, spreading the word, isn't it? Word yeah. of mouth through the podcast, through social media. That's it. Um, so yeah, so if you follow us again, thank you. And if you, you know, want to retweet us or get in contact with us, yeah, please you know, do. We love it. It's at Orient Outlook. So, lots to talk about. It's been another busy week for the O's. It feels like every week is just getting... Busier and busier and busier. You, 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 start, you, you sit down and think, well, what are we going to talk about in the next one and without repeating ourselves yeah. all the time? And actually, there's there's so much to talk about. There is, um, there always is. And the last podcast we've done, we actually ran out of time, I think, to yeah, talk about. Yeah, we did. So, we mentioned the new Wake It that was revealed. Yeah. And we apologise for not being able to kind of fit in uh, the responses that we got last week. But yeah. we'll start with those this week. So... Mr. Levy, do you want to crack on yeah, with the first um, one? Yeah, at George, uh, Georgio Irwin, 77, um, you felt that the away kit is a bit of a shocker. Mitch at M. Palin, 222, said the new away kit is awful. I wouldn't even pay £4 for it, let alone <laughs> £44. Um, Yasin underscore Saturn, uh, at Yasin underscore Saturn, away kit is so bad it will boost the sale of the home kits. <laughs> Something Super. you'd expect Barry Hearn to come up with, and you know what? I think that's probably one of the most. It's a great point. Fun, yeah. I think that's one of the best points I've I've actually heard, and it, and even speaking to people at today's game, it, it's great point. But you can I just say you've bought it though? I have bought it because I always do alternate home and yeah. away kit. So I, to be fair, whatever it was going to be, I was going to buy it anyway. And on actually wearing it, I actually quite like it. I bet you look quite good in it as well. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, I like it. I bought the long sleeve yeah, one as well. I think it looks all right. I, I, you know, I like it. It could, it could on it's better than in the picture. It I could think. look better, but it could look worse. I, th- I think it looks all right. To it be looks fair. like one from a couple of years ago. To be fair. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking colours, about. Yeah. That's, anyway, that's, that's what you get for Nike. Um, yeah. David Lloyd at David Twelve Lloyd says uh, again. He said he wouldn't even pay four p for it, uh, and he thinks we're being ripped off by the kits. But the squad that are wearing it are getting better and better with each game. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, at LOFC Bravi, uh, well, it's better than last year's away kit. I didn't like the FIFA 14 sponsor on the front. I didn't, but I grew to like it as the season went on. And the mm. same for last season's home kit, actually. I didn't at first, mm. but then I did. Mm. I think I preferred last season's to this season's. Although last, this season's look alright. Last year's away kit was gold and black, which is the two colours that we've never, ever, ever done before. It was something different. It, looked it was right. different. Yeah, it, it looked, looked alright. Right. You know, to be fair. Um, so thanks for your response. Yeah. Um, and again, if you wanted to contact us on Twitter, you can on at Orient Outlook, or you can email us at Orient Outlook at Outlook dot com. Is that right? Orient Outlook yeah. at Outlook dot com. That is it. Brilliant. Uh, and just to uh, kind of round up our social media activity, there's a new Facebook group. 
uh, called Come On You O's Away Days. Uh, it's a great Facebook group and it's kind of bringing all Orient fans together uh, wherever they live and to get crowds together. Yeah, to just a away bit more game. interaction so, really. Quite a good idea actually. They've I think got, so. Got some good contacts with Villa through that and they're sorting out some good contacts for Fleetwood. So if you go to all the away games and Join you know, it. you live somewhere a bit out of the way, there could be others who, on that group who could help you out and vice versa. So, you know, join and up. What, what's the name of that group again? Uh, Come on your O's Away Days. Okay. But it's C-O-Y-O-S, Away Days. Yeah, okay. Uh, the other Facebook group that uh, we ought to give a mention to is the Stand Up for the Orient Facebook group. It was originally started um, out of protest and out of grouping together everybody um, in relation to West Ham being given the um, Olympic Stadium, which is something that Barry Hearn was uh, fighting quite hard, that it didn't happen. Um, since, obviously, Francesco Bocchetti's taken over, um, the club have decided that their view is that they're happy for West Ham to take it. I don't think Francesco has an issue. He's sort of come out and said yeah. that, you know, nothing anybody else... If our plan goes as it should, then it doesn't matter what anybody else does. But the group is still going. And essentially, uh, a part of their mission statement is that we want to stand together to show that taking money from the public purse to fund a private enterprise to move to the Olympic Stadium is not in the best interest of the public or Leighton Orient Football Club. And I have to be honest, Absolutely. I do still think that they could potentially nick fans that would be coming to us. Oh, it, I think it will have some sort of a dent. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Stand Up for the Orient is a public group on Facebook. There is a petition that you can sign. Get involved. It's it's good to, to, to have a, a, a you know one big voice Basically, uh, in this basis. We always hate West Ham. So do you. So yeah, so it's just a good join, reason. Join a group. Uh, yeah. Um, and so last week we finished off our podcast by asking our normal question of the week. Of the so week, Paul, yeah. What was your question? Uh, last week I asked when Orient last played Villa um, in the seventy four seventy five season. What was the score? Obviously, relative to the fact that we're playing them for the first time in forty years on Wednesday. The answer to the question, if you didn't already know, was one nil um, to the Orient. Fantastic. And from that point of view, um, let's hope we walk away with a similar. Yeah. Or eight, just a win. Brilliant. A win, I don't care if we win 1 0, 3 0, or 2 1. Yeah. We just need to win. Can you hear that uh, crazy Scottish man down the road? What, who? This guy. Hi, I'm Scott Cuthbert, Hi. and you're listening to the Orient Outlook podcast. Get in there, Scotty C. That crazy Scottish guy. My player guy. of the year last season, now advertising the Orient Outlook. Well, times must be bad. Fall from grace if I ever saw times one. Times must be bad. Um, so on Tuesday night, we had a. Third league game in the season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, away to Bristol City, and well done to those of you who made it up there. Because yeah, again, another, great effort. Uh, another early season, massive, massive trip to get to. Um, yeah. So that was Ashton Gate. Bristol City have started the season very well. We we started it at that point. They're gonna they're gonna do bad. well all season. I don't you know they're si- they've just signed what's his name as well. Oh, uh, Kieran Agar. Kieran Agar from Rotherham. But prior to that, we had him. Yep. Uh, a Tuesday night we went with the team of legends in goal Omazuzi right back Clark Baudry centre back yep Scotty C right right back yeah sorry Omo left back Omo I messed that up yeah um, which is the normal defence uh, well last season's defence yeah left wing we had Cox centre mid Vince Lowe and James yeah uh, right wing McEnough so again last season's midfield apart from, apart from McEnough and Philip yep. And Lisby Mooney. So again, that was like a tribute to last season's lineup. It's only a couple of tweaks to last season. Pretty in, much, in, in, the, in the goalkeeper, right winger, Mackenough. Yeah. That's it. Two changes. So strong team, I would say yeah. for the O's. You know, even though we've signed new players, Russ keeping faith 
Yeah, in the, in the squad from I last think season. he believes in that squad. He trusts in them as you know, and also the other players aren't quite yeah, well, fit me, for a full game yet. To me, it's, they haven't had pre-season. I would have expected Henderson to start that <laughs> two into. I don't know how fit he is, but you know, pre-season's over now. They should all be fit, as far as I'm concerned. They're professional yeah, footballers, they, and even yeah. though they weren't in that in their starting in their relevant squads for line pre-season, up, yeah. they still would have been training. Henderson still would have gone to training with Forrest, surely, even though he wouldn't have yeah. been starting. They were still getting paid. McEnough was the only one. And Simpson because they'd actually left their club, so they're the Fine. only two that are a variable. Fine. But yeah, Henderson, you're absolutely right. So I'm not sure play. why Henderson didn't start. You know, I, I don't know if anyone else knows. If they do, you're welcome to contact us. Um, so quiet first twenty minutes. Lisby um, got injured, had done his shoulder. Yeah, popped it out and then popped. I think he popped it back in there and then so it, it, it caused yeah. him a bit of pain. So Henderson came on uh, for Lisby and yeah. Henderson had a shot saved by Fielding after being played by Mooney. Good little pass from Mooney, and uh, Henderson just couldn't find the. You know, to get get the ball in the corner, so yeah. he made a good save, and then we had quite a lucky escape. I think in the thirty seventh minute, where they put a corner in, uh, their player got his head to it. For me, Legends a, flapped a bit. Legends you flapped see. a bit, and for me, it was a perfectly decent goal. You know, if that was an Orient goal, I'd would be, be peeved. Well gutted, be peeved. Well gutted that they didn't get that. So that, that I wouldn't get that. So we had a very lucky well. escape there, and we'll we'll, we'll come to mm. Legends again, I, I guess, a bit later on. Yeah, uh, in, after in, today's game, in which the show, I'll talk about later. And then just before half time, we had a good counter attack. Henderson done brilliantly, picked the ball up on the halfway line. Done his man. Done his man. Yeah, brilliant. You know, and he's not the fastest of players either. Done no. his man with ease. Um, got into the box, went for the shot. Mm. The keeper saved it well, but uh, you know, for me, that was a great run by Henderson. He was unlucky there. Um, so went in at half time nil nil. Yep. And in second half, James had a few efforts. He had two uh, efforts. One spectacular effort. one. Like forty odd yards, thirty five yards. Yeah, keep them really well. Henderson uh, was set up by Cox. Cox played a beautiful ball into the box on Henderson's head. Keeper saved that well. Maybe should have done better. Maybe should have done better. Yeah. But again, maybe he wasn't fit. You know, what do I know? And he just should have done better. We almost fluffed it when Vince Lowe mm. decided he wanted to go uh, dribbling oh, in the box. What is all this about? What is what was going on there? But to be fair, Vince Lowe dribbled it in the box. Had no one marking him. Passed it back to Legends. Yeah. And Legends just seemed to pass it to Wilbraham. Literally, just seemed to pass it to Wilbraham, who wasn't expecting the ball at his feet. So he mm. kind of hit Wilbraham's feet and then went back into Legends. Yeah. But a very lucky escape there for the O's. Yeah, massively. Um, Similar, similar uh, sort of Groundhog Day today where we had a similar situation. Yeah, no, definitely. We'll come uh, back to that. We'll, we'll talk about but, but there's um, just so many, you know, similarities in yeah. the game. It's got to stop. And after that, you know, game kind of faded out. Yeah. No more real goal scoring chances. It seemed to be a game with few chances, really. Yeah. But most fans were happy with a point. I would a have taken sheet. a point at Ashton Gate. I think, yeah. Like you said, Bristol City will be up there. They'll be there or thereabouts. Yeah. You know, they've got a good, your hand good front two, for a good, good front three now. Point there, yeah. So great point there. Good point for the O's. Good to play him now. Encouraging, yeah, and good to get a clean sheet for me. And Russell, know. Russell Slade said, you know, you know, much aligned to what you've just said, in that we lack the killer instinct, and we'll probably have to make changes for Saturday to keep them fresh. Fans have been fantastic. Um, happy with the point. Kevin Lisby popping his shoulder, um, but disappointed we didn't test their keeper more. Um, and he and he was the busiest. I'd, you know, I'd absolutely agree with, with what Slade said there. Yeah. But a good point, and that you know, the back of that's a very happy with that. There was lots, lots of, lots of happy faces. So that was on Tuesday, yeah. And I think it was on Thursday. Um, our game with Preston, which was scheduled to be on the Saturday, sixth of September, yeah, has been, been called, called off, off. Um, due to international call-ups for Preston, which yeah. is a bit of a bit of a bummer. But you know, it's not even like they're any decent countries, are they? I, I do you know what I think it'll all be like Saint Lucia or. Caribbean. Oh, one's I think Jamaica, be... isn't it? I think. No idea. One's Australia. 
I think it's but can't I think one that, of them's playing in, in at Fulham's ground. Can't be that high profile, it's Preston. <laughs> without, without saying harsh to Preston. So <laughs> it that sounds really harsh to Preston. Um but same thing happened last year at home to Notts County. We, that got moved to a midweek game because of Notts County call ups. That's right. And then they came to the match room and we all know what happened then. Spanked them. Spanked them. So, you know, if we get an Orient 5 Preston 1 result again because it gets moved in, that will do for me. Uh, can you hear that mad Yorkshire man running down the street? Do you hear that? Hi, I'm Nathan Clark and you're listening to the Orient Outlook podcast. Nathan Clark. And he's not even out of breath running. I can't get Nathan that. Clark. Thanks, Skipper. Thanks, Skip. Superb. They all love the Orient Outlook podcast. What's what going can on? We say? What's going what on? What can we say? So we are the number one loved that's Matt Lockwood. podcast. That's Lockwood. Cuthbert. Cuthbert. And, and Clark. Clark. That's ridiculous. What's going on this evening? What Just is going on? So much love in the room. Superb. So when the Preston date gets rearranged, we'll uh, obviously endeavour to let you guys know, but it's, you know, still waiting on a date for that. Probably be a Tuesday night now. Yeah. I would say. But that's their tough luck because that means that they've come in all the way down on a midweek yeah. having played a game on Saturday. But, you know, will Jamie Jones get a good reception? I think you'll get that's a really good question. I um, think it'll be fifty fifty, you know. I really do. I won't clap him. You won't clap him? I won't clap him because I felt number one, I don't think he was any good. Number yep. two, um he failed in, in the in the final number Well, th- yeah, that's n- the big thing for me. He cost us that game, no question. Oh, forget okay. forget right. forget the lob. Paul because, doesn't sit on the fence because guys, no, yeah. that that was a worldie that that the that second goal. score for the second first goal, one. You mean. The first goal Got them back into that, gave them the drive and the impetus. Yeah. Um, and they drove on, and how many minutes later, Ravel's gone, sod it, you know what, I'm going to have that. Yeah. And he's just gone, bosh. Good point. Good so point. that's the third thing. And the fourth thing was his comments when he he's moved got four to points, Preston. By the way. Four yeah, fourth points. and final. Um, four points against Jones. Yeah, he's not he's not my favourite chap. Um, but like he was, he was a bit disparaging about Orient and, and how he joined Preston. Yeah. Um, maybe that was maybe he was just trying to big, big up, up the Preston, Preston move, yeah. but it didn't sound like that from an Orient perspective. But all right. So Paul won't be clapping uh, Jamie no. Jones' return. If you if you plan on clapping him or not clapping him, you can let us know. Give yeah. us a tweet. But as I say, not 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 scheduled yet to be scheduled. So we played Walsall at home. We did. I uh, went. You couldn't you make went. it today. No, the wife's out on the on the piss. Um, so Steve is. Daddy, so I was on daddy daughter day. I was on duty. So um, the team for today was legends in goal. Yep. Um, same back four. Yep. Was last week. Yep. I'm O left back. Clark Baudry centres. Cuthbert right back. Yep. So for me, that's probably his best defence now. This I think the team he played today is probably what he thinks is his strongest I team. I absolutely agree. So same back four as last season. Yeah. Cox left. Vince Lowe James centre. McEnough yep. right. Again, yep. I think that I'm with you there. I think there's room for a better centre mid than James, without sounding harsh. Yeah, and without he brought Bartley harsh. on in the 92nd minute, so I don't know what's going on there, but yeah. James is good, takes a good James, penalty. Some of James' crosses were fantastic today. Some of his crosses were spot on. I think I think Cox, in Cox, he got a championship left winger. I think yeah. in McEnough, he got a championship right winger. Yeah. I think in Vince Lowe, he's got a championship midfielder. Midfielder. But it's A another for, for that mate, other for spot. James is perfectly good in, in League One. But for I, a I mid-table League One club, yes, not absolutely. for a one-chasing promotion. Absolutely. Fair um, enough. And in front two, Mooney Henderson, yeah. which on paper is Russ's, probably Russ fancies that as his strongest two on paper, but they don't seem to be gelling as well as what no. people would like them. But, no. you know... Because Mooney's usually the target man, where now it's Henderson. Henderson wins everything. Well, Hend- yeah, Henderson does win everything, but that could it's that work against you? Because then you start playing all the balls to Henderson... 
this is what I'm going to talk you know, about in, in the Warsaw okay. game. So Paul has very kindly done a match report for us. So Paul's going to go through his report. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so, so I mean, uh, summary, lot, lots of long balls being pumped out from deep in defence, really. Um, it was quite frustrating. Um, uh, you know, not not we don't seem as sharp or as bright um, come the end of the first half as when we first started. There was some some nice play um, in the first few minutes. Um, Cox forces a corner in the fifth minute. Uh, Walsall didn't really do anything until the twentieth minute. Really, we had lots of nice possession, nice interplay, good movement, but didn't really do anything. Um, I like when um, their left back is trying to. Uh, shield the ball to make it go out for a, a goal yeah. kick but Darius just comes sort of round the back of him to the byline and he's kicks beast. it out of him beast. and then the guy realises he's been done yeah. um, and he holds Darius back and we get a free kick well done Darius so that was that was, that was was really good um, uh, again nothing nothing really much I just noted that Lesdin's had lots of poor kicks in that half um, Legend, Vin- Legends has been a bit of a bone of contention there's been a few uh, people uh, disagreeing with Legends starting over Woods for me, I've only seen Legends... Well, I only went to one home game so far this season. Yeah. And that was Chesterfield. I thought Legends done all right in that game. I thought mm. we commanded his defence. But people seem to be disagreeing with me. Yeah, I I don't think he does command... From what I've seen today, it's complete opposite oh, of what okay. you've seen there. Well, what do you reckon? Well, let us know. Woods or Legends? Woods Yeah. Woods seems to have gained a lot of support since the Plymouth game. Yeah. And Legends seems to have lost some, some I don't know why Russ didn't today. start Woods in the next game, having had I such agree. an epic I game. I agree. We mentioned that last week, didn't we? Yeah, I don't know why. Um, so Vince Lowe got fouled on the edge of the box just close to half time but uh, it was a blatant foul and we should have got the foul the ref gave us nothing all game yeah. um, the claims were waved away um, and then McEnough was bearing in on goal uh, having cut in from the right uh, shoots into the side netting probably should have done a lot better there um, into the second half um, Lejdin's poorly controls a back pass and their man I mean anyone at the game today was, would, would have been sort of aghast at what, what yeah, you saw. Yeah. It was a similar muck up to I've what, seen it. Yeah, to what you saw. Uh, um, they just kind of gets it, just pops the Bristol it to their game. forward and then tries to back heel into the net. Well, basically, Schmuck. It come, the ball comes back to him quite firmly and yeah. he then takes a really heavy touch yeah, to yeah. control it. So much of a touch that it's at least three, four yeah, foot away from him. It, yeah. Their midfielder, uh, then he then sort of, uh, sort of smacks it against the their strike, their man, their striker, and 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 it sort of bounces, and and their man thinks I'm going to be a bit flash here, yeah, uh, and then backheels it, not realizing that the goal's not immediately behind him. Well, so it's good, it's good that he tried to be fresh because he kind off. of saved us. A, yeah, saved us the embarrassment. Got us an extra point, which could be uh, massive at the mm. end of the season. Then we go up the other end, and Cox smashes a, a shot against the post. Yep. Um, Cox again gets another chance a minute later, cuts in from the left. But um, I think his shot was pushed out out wide. Um, we then got a corner off the back of that. Vince Lowe gets booked probably unfairly. They were oh really? Yeah. That's two bookings for Vince Lowe then in two home it's games. Not good. Two and two for Vince Lowe. Then Mooney came off for for Simpson. Yep. Uh, Lloyd James had a decent shot that just went over. Cox then had a snapshot over. Um, Dagnall then came on for. Oh, there was a searching cross put in by Walsall. Um, Adam Lejdin's made himself big to prevent the goal. He did really well there, actually. Good, good. Um, Dagnall then came on for Henderson. Um, good to and see then, Dagnall back. Yeah, I like Dagnall. He's, yeah. a, he's a good... He chases... What I like is a striker that will chase... Uh, Dagnall needs to score sooner rather than down. later for me. He His needs first, to get his constant, confidence yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, and then Bartley, strangely, comes on for James. No, I, I said I like Bartley. I like Bobby. I don't, I don't know why he subs him with five minutes left. I don't know. It's just not... I don't understand. The crowd were getting frustrated at that point maybe, as well. I mean, James did have an injury, didn't he? Like last week. 
maybe, so maybe yeah, it's playing up five minutes. No, I agree with you, mate. I agree with you. Um, Walsall, then it sort of went, we had four minutes of added time and Walsall sort of had the lion's share of possession yeah. and putting pressure on us. But, you know, it gave a few chances. Uh, when they did get them, you know, they were spurned by both sides. We had large possession of the ball at times, but really didn't threaten too much. Okay. Um, not as much as you'd like with the possession that we that, that we had defensively. You know, we're still a bit frail. Yeah, uh, we we'll were poor that, at yeah. times. Um, and I, I personally, and the consensus from people that I sit with in, around at the South Stand was that we'd like to have Woods in goal over Legend to see how Fair it goes. Play. There. So you rated the players in? You I did. Yeah, uh, uh, so I did for most of them. Um, uh, Legends, I gave a four. Yeah. I thought he was poor. Omo, uh, Cuthbert, didn't really have much to do. I gave him six. What they did yeah. do was effective. Baldry, I gave a 6-2. He came out with the ball. Got caught once, but generally he was quite strong yeah. when he caught, came out well with done, the ball. Well done, Matt. 100th English, game, English league game. Well today. done. Well done, yeah. Matt. Good shout. Good good stats. Cheers, um, Clark, I thought, was poor today. I gave him That's... five. Um, he was just trying to be... hoof too much. He was... The agreement with Clark was that would give him 10 for, for that, um, that jingle. So. Oh, so uh, you better get get back there. Clark yeah, so Clark's a ten, <laughs> and ten. Uh, um, Matt Lockwood's a ten. Matt Lockwood's <laughs> <at> eleven. <laughs> uh, Joby, I thought did well actually. Yeah. I gave him a six. Fine. Um, you, you thought he done well and gave him a six. Bloody hell, mate, a bit harsh. Because he he did well in spells. It's Fine. not like I mean I gave Cox a seven yeah. because Cox I thought did cool. had maybe Cox should have been an eight. I think you should have given Joby a seven. By what you've said, you maybe you should have given Joby a seven. And Cox All right, I'll change. Yeah, all right, I'll change that. Joby a seven, Cox an eight, Vincelo I'll give an eight to as well. Yeah. Moons I'll give a six and Henderson I'll give 6.5. I didn't really give a rating to Bartley or Dagnall because Won't they didn't it. really do yeah. anything um, in, in that game. So that nil-nil um, leaves us with five points. Yep. So we currently, currently sit 14th in the league table, but it's only after four games, so it's still very, very early. Yeah. The league table to me doesn't mean anything yet. You know, Give People it a few more matches stop. and we'll see where we are. People have got to stop thinking that we're going to have another season like last season because we've got different personnel. There's there's different chairmen, different, different stuff. It's a different beast now. So and I mean we've got five points with fourteen. Fleetwood are top with ten. So come you know next weekend when we play Fleetwood and hopefully beat them, it, it could all be different. You know, yeah. the top team could have eleven points and we'd have eight if we beat them. So very very early days. So our negatives from this week. Yep, tell is us. that or as you've mentioned. Uh, the defence still looking frail so still looking vulnerable um, which we'd like well we hope they sort that out yeah um, as you've mentioned as well Legends yeah seems to be dividing opinion you know. I don't think he's dividing it that much I don't think oh. people rate him oh okay I really don't I, think I, people I, I rate him I thought he was right but you know okay. should, no, should Woods I think Woods will get a shot against Villa I think, I'd like I think to he'll think play so. Woods anyway regardless yeah. of how Legends played this week and last week yeah and then I think depending on how Woods plays Say if we go through on penalties and Wood saves four out four from Villa, then you'd think he'd have to play Woods next weekend. Yeah. But, you know, so Legends is down as negative. Sorry, Adam. Love the beard. Oh, he's got an epic beard. Oh, he, he does, he does. He has. He's got an epic beard. There's no question. He's got great skills there. But it's just... Negative that you came up with is that the play looks disjointed. Yeah, at times we look stodgy and disjointed and there's not really that, that flow, that vibe that they're all working off the same sheet. Yeah. Um, and, and it just, at times, it was frustrating because the passes would go astray or play would break down and, and it it just didn't seem as... it's Like last season, maybe I should take my own advice here, but yeah. it just didn't seem like it was... I think the problem as well that you mentioned before is that with someone like Henderson who wins all the balls over the top is you become two, mm. route one. 
that's what a lot and of And I've got a friend who used to well, used to who supports Sheffield United. Yeah. And he said when when Darius was at Sheffield United, they just turned into a long ball team. The game plan was literally get it to Darius. He can hold it up or he can knock it down. And it's it was long ball. It was there was no phase two. Yeah, so and, that's you know, kind last of how season, we last season it was complete opposite. Yeah. It was passing around, it was wing play, it was we had different different kind of plans for different teams. We had Mooney who was our ball winner if you yeah. like. Um but now that's what I'm saying about hoofing it out from defence. Yeah. You know, or oh, you shouldn't play out of defence because sometimes you get caught it's dangerous but once upon a time, we wouldn't be hoofing it. Absolutely. So, so those are the three negatives. So yep. positives, we've got Mackinough. <laughs> yeah. He's starting to he's look sharper. Sharp. Yeah, he's, he's attacking. fitness, yeah. Yeah. Your second Cox positive. as well. I think Cox, Cox has had shots on goal. His crosses have been fantastic. He's turning players. He's running at them. He's got yeah, confidence absolutely. and every, he is having it. In every highlights reel, there's at least two highlights in every match of Cox of putting Cox. a cross onto yeah. someone's head. He's the, he or is. Or scoring or hitting a post. So for me, I absolutely agree with you. He is the national grid of our team. Yeah, and our last positive is that... Two clean sheets. Two clean sheets. In a week. And for me, that's having Scotty C back. I would say that is right, given that it gives the back four balance. Yes, that back four. Take one of them out. I don't think that they feel comfortable with Lowry. I absolutely agree. So I, Lowry the guy is now on the bench. Like, yeah. he's, he's been booked twice, I believe, already. Yeah, but, but then um, so is Vince Lowe. But so Vince, Vince Lowe, but yeah, maybe you're right. More maybe, indispensable. Maybe those four units work well together. Right. If you agree with us or disagree, let us yeah, know. Let's give know us an email, think. give us a tweet or an outlook. It could be wrong and it's all a matter of opinion. It's of just it our There's no right or wrong answer. So yeah, let us know. Which brings us, brings us on nicely to here of the week. So again, me and Paul have divided. Yeah, I disagree with your one. Okay, so but not 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 heavily uh, for the reason that you just mentioned. But my my guy is likewise Dick. with yours. Yeah, Dean Cox. So your yeah yours is Dino. Just because he's so consistent and he's so lethal. Do you know why Dino's not mine? Because he was mine last week, and I'm okay. not, not going to duplicate mine. Two. All right, cool. However, mine is the Scottish beast who kindly recorded us a jingle as well. He called yeah. us a jingle mate, and you know since he's been back in the team, because he did one goal in three matches. Since he's been back in the team, yeah. Since he's been back from injury, yeah. One goal, one that's, goal conceded in two hundred and seventy minutes. That's quite a Scotty C. Yeah, that's why, mate. None of this, you know, unlucky disallowed goals. It's just because of Scotty C. Yeah, Scotty C. My heart is yours forever. Um. So yeah, that's this week wrapped up. So on Wednesday we have a massive, massive cup game, which I'm going to. Which I'm going over there and taking half the day off work. Very nice. I'm going to drive up there with a mate, and we are going to. Check out Villa Park. Yeah, Aston Villa away. There's going to be a good Orient contingent. Yeah, um, well, judging by to go to. Q, yeah, judging by the queue outside the ticket office after the game today, I don't know what it was like before the game, but judging by that, there's, there's going to be a fair we'll, crowd. We'll be, going, we'll be well supported up there. So when yeah. you go, make noise, get behind the team. Yeah. Um, you know, and hopefully we can be one of those teams who produce an upset. No reason why we can't. Yeah. I, I presume we'll play our strongest team. Yeah, Villa they w- probably won't Villa play won't. as strong a team. Absolutely. But... So we should be sharpening the team for once. Yeah. Should yeah. be fitting the team for once. Yeah. And uh, you know, you've got to be in it to win it. And you know, we've had our fair share of cup upsets. Why not again? So yeah, you know, come on your O's for next Wednesday. Absolutely. Followed by cross for a win, and I'll cover that game. Yeah. Try and do some tweets. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'll try and do some live tweets while I'm there. I don't get a good signal at the South Stand for some reason it blocks. But when I go I around to that, the West, I think that's the same as every every football ground. So and next Saturday we've got yep. Fleetwood away. So Fleetwood yep. sit top of the league. They've played four. Oh, Cracking, isn't it? Yeah, played four, one, three, drawn one. So they're on Lost how many zero. points? 10 points so they're unbeaten and they're on 10 points yeah so like but we've, we've got 5 so if we beat them we'll be 2 points behind them and again like we said it changes the whole the whole dynamic yeah this is this is this is one of the teams that because they've just come <coughs> up no one's really had the time the chance or the opportunity to scout them yeah. properly 
So no, Graham I disagree. Alexander's... I, I disagree, man. I just think they've got a good team down there and a good manager. Do you reckon? Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. I, I think but been... they can be undone. I think the first game, you could probably say they weren't scouted properly, but now, you know, they've, they've beaten a few decent teams. Yeah, so well, maybe. It'd be difficult, but, you know, it's kind of a game where Orient will draw at home to Ulster one week and then they'll go mm. to the top of the team, away top of the league, and they'll turn them over 2 0, 3 0. So yeah. come on, you O's, we can do them, we can, we can, uh, we can beat Fleetwood. So yeah, and it, and it you know nothing's an easy game anymore. Um, so from that point of view, um, hopefully we'll be able to get something out of that game. Yeah, absolutely. So this week was a a massive week for us. We we're going to do uh, an extended episode just by about ten or fifteen minutes. Yeah, as we met or we interviewed the legend. We met an interview. Hi, it's Matt Lockwood, and you're listening to the Orient Outlook podcast. Yeah, so we met Matt Lockwood. He uh he came round to Paul's house unbelievably yeah uh, on Thursday and we had a such a nice such a nice bloke he was like wicked. genuinely he, he was down to earth doesn't give it the oh I'm your idol type no, nonsense no. he was proper cool it was brilliant we me and Paul were sitting there kind of prepping and Matt Lockwood turned up fifteen minutes early knocking the door and even from Paul's window we could see those curly locks flowing <laughs> yeah which meant it could only be Matt Lockwood so we recorded the interview as a whole which comes in at literally two hours. Just over two hours. He was with us for a long time. He was with us. And that's him giving up his own yeah. time. Basically, we couldn't shut him up. He kept talking. So, uh, Which is wicked <laughs> when you're interviewing someone. You don't want him to shut up. So know? we asked him all the, all the questions you tweeted us, all the questions you emailed us. We tweeted him. Yep. And we will put out the full interview in a couple of weeks' time. Yep. But we thought we'd just share some of the highlights that we got from Matt. So obviously... We've know, chosen these because these were the most talked about points. We've chosen snippets from the most snippets, talked about yeah. so we've questions got, for, that, or points that were raised about Yeah, so obviously, you know, everyone loves Lockie. Um, and we're gonna, the next the forthcoming snippet we're going to play you is Lockie's thoughts on the infamous Gillingham hat-trick that he scored in 11 minutes. So, Lockie, take it away. Take it away, buddy. Oh, if it works. Here we go. Hi, it's Matt Lockwood, oh. and you're listening to the Orient <laughs> right. Outlook. Let's do it again. Yeah, no. no, it was, you know, it was, it was like I say, it was a typical Tuesday night Orient performance. Yeah. Where we were horrendous, and you know, three nil down. Um, and yeah, I mean, we got a penalty. And I took. I knew I was going to score. Good penalty, to be fair. And you know, it was one of those where then, you know, we got a corner. Sort of quite soon after, Daryl McMahon went to take it when he shouldn't have done because I was on corner, yeah. but he took it quickly to me on the edge of the box and obviously had a, had a shot and it got a slight deflection and went in. Mm. And then, you know, they're on the ropes then, you know, you, you sort of, the, the crowd started to believe, believe yeah, the yeah. ones that stayed started to yeah. believe because I'm, I'm sure there was, there was plenty, left, plenty yeah. of people that had gone. Um, so at this point, are you thinking, I'm on it, I'm on for a hat trick? No, I didn't. The, the didn't, didn't. I was just buzzing that I scored two in a game. Right, I've right. never done that before. Um, oh, Matt Josie was out of pocket that night. Oh yeah, he would have. Uh, <laughs> he would have been well out of pocket. Um, so, you know, the ball's sort of been crossed in from the right. It's got like headed out to me or volleyed out to me. You know, sort of quite way out. And the thought did cross my mind about volleying it straight back to shoot from there. <laughs> but I decided against it and like played it out to Daryl, who's obviously cut inside. Um, and I just you know carried on my run and went on the overlap. I didn't expect him to come back to me because he was running inside the pitch and it looked like he was going to you know, play but then anyway he's, he's done a quarry on the edge of the box and I was his only pass on so he's played me the ball and I've had a touch inside the daft winger that didn't track the run 
Um, good first touch. Though. You, yeah, can, you good. can't try the world. You can't try yeah, so yeah, so the Yeah, so it got him out of the picture. So he was now couldn't tackle me because I was in front of him. Yeah. Um, and I had two options to square it to Gary Alexander, that would have probably missed. <laughs> or to pretend I was going to was, was cross it to Gaz and give, give the keeper the eyes and go in the near post. And I thought, I'm on a hat trick. Do this. I'm not passing here. Not a hope in hell. Um, so I tried the, uh, the second option and luckily the keeper fell for it and yeah, the, uh, the rest is history and you know again that I would say that was probably the proudest individual moment of my yeah, life career it was, yeah. because you know the one-off goal against Hull anyone could do that you know I could do that again I'm never going to score another hat-trick you know, yeah, we were one nil up at the time as well. Your goal cemented it, but we were already one yeah, nil up. Yeah, well, you know, where where so I, coming, I, I mean, even even you know, even the being three nil down. I mean, yeah, I mean, it makes the story that much better, I suppose. But just the fact that how many left backs in this world or in in, in the football history have scored left? Yeah, yeah, hat trick in, in a probably not many. Game. Yeah. Um, you know, and and the fact I did it in eleven minutes to get us I mean, three nil down. That's amazing. It is three nil down, a hat trick, eleven minutes. You know, from a left back, and only, I mean, it's funny because after the game, obviously, as you can imagine, my phone went berserk, and like there were people. I mean, Lee Harrison was one of the ones that texted me saying, "I take it that was three penalties," <laughs> <laughs> and when I texted back saying, "Actually, it was only one," and he said, two free kicks." Yeah. I was like, "No, the two other two, two from open from play." Away, yeah. Um, but you know, I'm you know I'm you know more than proud. The ball is 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 at home, boxed um, glass box. Exactly. That's never going to be no, never going to be lost. That can never um, be taken away from you, can it? No, of course not. That's the thing, and you know it's it's something that I'm again I'm I'm immensely proud of that. Yeah. Probably more so than like the you know the, yeah, yeah, the, the long strike yeah. because um, it's something that will never be repeated. You know, by me or I can't imagine by many fullbacks. Yeah, and like you um, said, it's on in, YouTube in now, so anyone, anyone can see it. Yeah, of course it is. That's the thing. And um, no, it's this. You know, I was, I was very proud of that moment. And you know, the fact like my, my dad was FC and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Is, yeah, it's, it's nice. So yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was a, a, a good night. One that most people will probably forget, but one that I, I think you'd be I surprised, Matt. I think there's um, still a lot of love for you out there. Yeah. Like, like we've seen and for that know, game as people well. Remember the, people remember the whole goal, goal yeah. and the Gillingham hat trick. Yeah. yeah. It's a credit because you know, like you said, how many left backs score a hat trick? Not yeah. many. Well, not many players do, really, no. do they? No. I mean, apart from very now, yeah. scores like fifteen a season. But um, yeah, I mean, it's you know, there's, there's not that many that do it. So no, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, obviously proud of myself. Yeah, absolutely, I've done, I've done something like that. So that was Matt Lockwood talking about his amazing hat trick at home to Gillingham. Yeah. That was, was good amazing. to hear it recounted by the guy that was actually doing it. Because you can sit and watch it on YouTube all day long. But to actually hear sort of how he was, um, you know, what was going on and all the bits behind the scenes that people probably, totally. it's not fresh in your mind. Totally. And if it you is... haven't seen it, I'm sure you have, if you haven't seen it, you can go on YouTube and type in Matt Lockwood and yeah. there's an eight minute montage that comes that out. That he did. What he did himself. Yeah, he's actually put that together himself. Uh, that come, that pretty much shows most of his goals for Orion, including that whole goal. Um, yeah. that will play in a bit later next week's podcast. I mean, that was an amazing goal. Yeah. Um, but that Gillingham hat-trick, you can watch it on YouTube now, and that was phenomenal. Uh, it was phenomenal just to speak to him, really. Just kind of a man who we've watched, you know, it's on such that a positive so many person. times. He, he was wicked. He really was wicked. But he says that he talks a lot because there's so much to say. Like, we've covered nine years in two hours. Yeah, so. and what we wanted to do with him as well, we didn't just want to make it just about his Orient career so we, we talk about his early career how he got into football yeah. we talk about him at QPR the youth, at Southend at Bristol, Bristol Rovers, Rovers at Orient Forest and just you know we didn't just want to limit it to just his Orient days and you know some really 
great interesting points. You know, like when Matt had a, a trial at Stoke, he played against Italy, the Italian, as in national, the team. Italian national team. So he played yeah. against Maldini, uh, and Ravinelli digged him in the ribs. Yeah, a, find a out, bat- listen, yeah. listen, and find out why. So our last kind of snippet from uh, Lockie on this podcast is yep. talking about the uh, the crazy away day that was Oxford when the team gained promotion. So yeah. Here you go, Matt. Take it away. Obviously, another high point was the Oxford away. Oxford day. away. Yeah. I mean, there was so much riding on that game. So Oxford had to win it to stay in the league. Yeah. We had to win it to go up. To go up. Automatically. Automatically. We could have yeah, yeah, yeah. Playoffs again, but we didn't want yeah. to. Well, do we, that, we, we, we wouldn't have gone up through the playoffs. We'd have lost if we hadn't have won that game. We wouldn't have. Yeah, because the that would have affected. We wouldn't have had the mental strength yeah. to do it. Don't get me wrong. We had a great team spirit, and we probably had the mental strength to do it. But we wouldn't have done. We would have. We would have lost in the playoffs. I think we wouldn't have had a. You know, get yourselves off the floor. To, yeah, to, it would have been hard to get yourself up for that. Um, but no, we. I mean, you know, it was a horrible game to play in. One that I didn't enjoy um, because of the pressure. You know, you, you could feel it as well. I guess of course the you services. Could, yeah. you know, we, I mean, you, they gave us that whole stand. Yeah, but it, I was, it wasn't even so much up. the pressure that the fans put on us. It was the pressure that we put on ourselves. On yourselves. You know, you, you've you've played forty-five games in a season, had a great cup run, and everything we did. And it all comes down comes to, down to yeah, one. Yeah. And if you you know you, one mistake you could make, and you you could cost that whole season. Um, you know it was it was such a pressure pressure yeah. game. But you know, and I think you can tell because um, you know the, the, I, I got, someone sent me like sort of a uh, a picture montage of that game, and just the celebrations. You know, like the the, the picture of like Craig um, Craig Easton after he scored, like the you know that sort of not. The, the anger on his face, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. you know, um, it just meant so much to us. And like, you know, when Gaz scored and stuff, like all the boys are celebrating, and like it just meant so it's much. Tension release, of course it? it was. That's the thing. And then you know, obviously you, you hear that um, you know Grimsby are beating Northampton. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you, and because Lingy shouts on to me, mate, we've got a score, we've got a score. Like you know, um, then Mackie does his usual trick of getting someone sent off, which was great. <laughs> um, and again, I mean. <laughs> I think I know he said to someone the other day, he goes, I can't believe Lockie's giving my secrets away, but he would stamp on someone's foot, they'd retaliate, he'd dive on the floor holding his face and get <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. That's why, he, that's, why not. He, yeah, yeah. that's why he was Captain Marvel, wasn't it? Because he, he used to uh, lead by example and help help the team out as best he could. Um, <laughs> that's amazing, I never knew that. You know, but, yeah, yeah, ask him, he does it all the time. Um, we'll he probably still does it now when he's when he's playing for that Arsenal charity team or the celebrity team he plays for. Yeah. But, um you know, so it was it was one of those where for the goal for Steelers winning goal you know as they've they've sort of tried to you know, you know hoof the ball into our box and it was actually me who headed it down to Jabbo um, and then the, the roar's gone up so we knew that Northampton had equalised yeah, yeah. um, but even so we thought well we'll just take it out of their hands anyway yeah, yeah. you know and so I've knocked it down to Jabbo Jabbo's hooked it on to Gaz Gaz has run as fast as Gaz could up the wing. So I've caught him up, so he must have been pretty slow. Um, you know, he's crossed it to Steely. I've just carried on running round. Yeah, yeah. Steely's knocked it in. He's run off. I'm still running. I'm like chasing him down, and there's you know the picture of me just like... grabbing him, um, you know, dragging him to the floor. And the, but the best thing for me about that that goal was the celebration. The fact that if you actually watch it, all the subs run on oh, and yeah, celebrate. Yeah. Where normally. 
you know, they wouldn't do that. No, you know, just but because yeah. we were all so close. You know, sometimes you get that when lads aren't in the team, they don't want the boys to win. Yeah, yeah. They so they get their chance. Yeah, yeah they, they, you know, they want to be the ones out there. But it wasn't like that. You know, all the boys were on the pitch, piling in. It was just brilliant. I mean, I got caught under the bottom of the rabble. And bear in mind, I'd run the whole length of the pitch and chase Steely. I was out of breath anyway. <laughs> and then when people jumped on top of me, I was like, oh no, I'm going to die. <laughs> get out. You just see me crawling out with my hands and knees. Um, but you know, again, the, the, you know, the, 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 you know, it was. I suppose it was great. Great day. Shame it wasn't at home. Yes. Then, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Loads yeah. more people could have been there to to experience yeah. it. But I think it made it a little bit more special being there. Yeah. Because only a select few got to see it. Yeah. Still about three thousand of us. Yeah, I no. I mean, it, into it, that. it was fantastic. It was a fantastic day. You know, and, people and, still talk about that. Don't yeah, they? I mean, that game is still talked. Yeah. Yeah. Like as if it was like last week. Yeah. I bet. And, then, and again, one of the one of the things that um, sticks in my mind about that game after the game. Um, Mackie's got like called him to do a drug test, so he wasn't allowed to celebrate with us. He had to go in. He had to go in the referee's room and sit there until he could do a, do, a, do a wee. And bear in mind, you're so dehydrated after the game. You've been waiting ages. Yeah. So we all we celebrated for ages. Got showered. Got on the bus. And we're sitting there Wait waiting for him. Best thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Mackie has come on the on the bus, fully kitted, boots, shin pads, <laughs> armband still on, a bottle of beer in his hand. I won't even repeat what he said, and literally the bus erupted, and then we Fantastic. went back to, back to the Marriott and, and celebrated and stuff like that. But you know, it was yeah, fantastic day. The Marriott fantastic at Waltham Abbey. Yeah, 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 yeah. So a few um, supporters think they bumped into you. Like, yeah, well, yeah, they probably did. Yeah, there, so, actually, <laughs> I think yeah. one even apologised. He might have kissed you on the mouth. I think we come yeah. to that at a later point. Well, as, long so. as, as long as he didn't use tongues, I don't mind. Okay, um, <laughs> but no, it say. was no, it was it was a fantastic day, and you know, we ended up obviously going probably. Faces or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, standard. Yeah, no, it was it was brilliant, and you know that just culminated in a whole season of you know okay you you, you know when we went to Fulham, great, we had, a, we had a fantastic day, but that was just forty six games of hard work. You know that was preparation pre season, and it yeah. just you know, it, 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 it took a long work. time to to do it. Yeah, you know obviously you know it was it was a, a good sort of. What, seven years for me to to get the promotion, eight years, whatever it was, but it was um, yeah, it was worth the wait. It was a, a great day, and again, you know, one you you won't ever forget. Oh, of course not. So great story there from uh, from Lockwood about the Oxford away day, <coughs> which it's was great crazy. to reminisce and relive that because we can talk about it and our memories. I do remember Lee Steele's goal. I do remember what a crazy day. Everyone charging towards that goal to get, even though we knew that we were do it going up. We were on. Yeah. It was good to get that sealed. Oh, it's amazing, and yeah. you know, Lockie is just full of so many stories, and there's a lot more on the actual full interview. So I could, I could sit there and listen to him for hours and hours. We listened to him for about two hours, and yeah. it felt like about five minutes. Yeah, and there's so much more we could have asked him, and there's you know we could have done it season by season and been there all night and loved it but, easily. You know, we, yeah. had, we only had a couple of hours, so we'll put out a few more snippets. Yeah, next, next week. Next week we've got another podcast. We'll give you a couple of more bits, and then we'll look at getting it putting the whole lot. Yeah up there so that you can listen to it from start to finish yeah so thanks to uh, Matt and Matt Lockwood shall we induct him into the uh, a new Orient Outlook Hall of Fame absolutely so first induct the into yeah the, le- uh, like Legends Club Legends Club we'll call it the Legends okay. Club yeah the Orient Outlook Legends Club yeah first inductee left back Matthew Lockwood, Lockwood. well done Matt must be up there with Matt's uh, he is. career achievements obviously <laughs> this is his defining moment <laughs> Um, I think we're just going to end today with, you know, 
a lot of negativity given that, that that people are probably just more frustrated than anything else it is really important that we do support the team they make mistakes they're human beings it's important you know don't get to the point where you're berating the players they know they've made a mistake you know Nathan Clark tweeted today it was quite frustrating but on to the next one and that is all it is you take it game by game as I say yeah like, you make a mistake there's only four games so far in the season you know. yeah give them a chance it, it will come good um, you, know, you know and, and, and just just yeah, just bear with them. You know, Adams made a few mistakes. Maybe Russell will will grow impatient with that. Uh, I'm sure the, the the chairman and the owner and, and and his team are probably a bit frustrated. So you know, everyone feels it. But let's just remain as positive as we yeah, possibly absolutely. can. Absolutely. At the end it. of the day, we're all there because we love the Orient. And, yeah. You know, we're on Twitter tweeting about it because we love the Orient and we just want what's best. And, you know, we need to get behind the team as we always That's right. do. Give them support, the support them, and they'll do they'll do better than ha- knowing that everyone's on their back. Brilliant. Well said. Yeah. Beautifully you, said. If you've got four and a half thousand people yeah. on your back, well, Wednesday's it makes perfect, your life. Wednesday's perfect time to show them the love. So, absolutely. Come on, your rose Wednesday night. Let's bring an upset, and let's go to Fleetwood and show them how we play football. Absolutely. The show East them. End way. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Good night, Paul. Good night. Thanks very much for listening again, and join us again next week. Up the O's. Here's a little song I wrote You might want to sing it note for note Don't worry Be happy In every life we have some trouble 